Hello, and welcome to The Vinyl Floor. I'm Christian. I'm Randy. Hello, Randy. What's up, man? It's been a couple weeks. It's been a few weeks I for left us. you for a couple weeks. You did. and then uh, Or for a week, and then, uh, <laughs> yeah, you were gone. I was gone for a few weeks. We missed a couple Fridays because of me, and I came back with a swollen tongue. I need to get that out on the top. That Because I spoke about being on meds, getting yeah. on new meds on air, so... I will say, uh, having a bad reaction to one of them. So I'm off of it. Gave me a swollen tongue. Huh. Still dealing with that. We think that's what's going on. So if I've got a little lift, uh, that's why. You mentioned the swollen tongue. I didn't know if that was a uh, from the the touring and the uh, screaming or something. I, which I don't know how that would happen. but I had that thought as well. But my, my lip is twitching weird in shit like it it like curls up huh. um and a side effect of one of the medications a rare side effect but a side effect nonetheless if it's an allergic reaction is what's going on hmm. so uh i also yeah i was like maybe i just got back from tour uh with my band clot Um, this is the week we got back. We got, this is a Friday. I got back on Monday, uh, 10 days straight. We'll talk about that. Today's going to kind of be a relaxed episode. Yeah. We're going to talk about the albums that we said a little more loosely. Yeah. We're, we're crossing off the A's and we're going to have a little, uh, a little chat and just hang out. So yeah, just got back from tour and I genuinely did consider is my hooting and hollering the reason my tongue is so damn fat yeah. all of a sudden? And you know what, Randy? I think possibly there's a chance I bruised my tongue. Sure. I don't know. I've never done it like this before. Maybe I fucked myself up. But I also know that uh, uh, my doctor thinks that the medication may have had something to do with it. So I did stop taking it yeah. uh, entirely. Uh, hopefully I go back to normal. It's a lot better now than it was a few days ago so i think it is getting out of my system uh more readily which is nice uh but how you been man good i uh what did you do without me for 10 whole days well i think did we talk last time i don't know i i got in a car accident i knew that several weeks ago and then i uh was Driving a big old Buick is that SUV your new rental car? car, and I got a new car. Yeah. Yes. Nice. I didn't even notice we, we got lunch prior to this recording. Indeed. I didn't. I was looking for your old car, and that's why I was so fucking confused <laughs> when I pulled up because I forgot about the accident until I pulled into your driveway and saw yeah, the new yeah. car. That's your. That's the permanent wheels. Uh, it is. Yeah. It looks fly. It looks. Thanks. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's a. Uh, I had a 2013 Civic uh, until that was totaled. Now I have a 2023 Civic. <laughs> So stick in your upgrade loyal, loyal to Honda, even though my father no longer works for them, nor would he be able to fix my car because he's across country. But, uh, you know, I'm just used to them. And uh, they're reliable. They're reliable. Yeah. yeah. They should last uh, a very long time. So. Oh, yeah. That's and a nice development. The uh, the amount of my car payment, which I'm not excited to have a car payment again. 420. Oh, hell yeah, baby. <laughs> hey, if you got to make a payment, at least it's sick. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got to say. Speaking of 420, the amount, I just got to, I got to talk. We're a drug podcast now. Welcome yeah, to the yeah. Joe Rogan experience. Jamie, pull up, pull up, pull up, um, 
Pull up that picture of, like, see if you could pull up one and see how many. I did not realize how legal weed is in the United States, <laughs> at least on the Northeast Coast. Yeah. Truly wild. It does seem like a nightmare to buy it in New York, uh, so I did not try at yeah. all. You can buy them like at, you can buy weed, like a joint, like a bodega that's like yeah. not technically legal, but they do it anyways. And That it's stresses me shitty. out. Yeah. I don't like that. I'm not built for that. New yeah. York, what's that song? New York, I love you, but you're bringing me down. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, New York, I... I don't like you and you're bringing me down. Uh, I got nothing against, I got a lot against New York, but I got nothing against New York uh, except for it's too busy and scary. Sure. That's all I got to say. There's nothing to do there that doesn't cost money. Yeah, that's fair. And spending the day there, we're going to talk about tour a little bit. Uh, Spending the day there is exhausting when you don't have like a place to go. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not about that. Uh, it's too loud. <laughs> it's really hot and cold at the same time because we went to the, like the water Yeah, to be like, let's get out of the, let's, if we go to the water, it'll be nice. And then it was like, Oh, now I'm a little chilly. Good old Hudson. I guess. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. I think we saw the empire state building. <laughs> nice. It was a big pointy building. It didn't look all that special. Yeah, I've seen it, it before, but I don't remember. I was so, I don't think I've been this disoriented with like days. Sure. Ever. Except maybe like in the heart of the pandemic of being like, what is going yeah, on? Yeah. Uh, time was very important, but days didn't necessarily matter. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, what does help? but is looks goofy on a small tour as a lanyard. Dude. You could just look down and be like, hey, oh, we okay, have this is, Oh, do you? Our bassist made him for Hell us. Hell yeah. He was late for us leaving for tour because he had to finish these fucking lanyards <laughs> that we didn't need. They said all access and everything. Yeah. I love him for it. Yeah. I absolutely I love him for they it. They serve a, a good purpose for, yeah, what we're talking about, kind of and orienting yourself where dude, you are. Dude, he was able next. to reference it immediately anytime we were questioning, like, what's next? And he was just like, oh. And he would like look at it. He was the only one who kept it readily available and it worked anytime we needed it. Nice. So kudos to Steven. Hell yeah. He can be late all he wants for these fucking lanyards. <laughs> I don't care. It rules. Uh, and it's a really nice keepsake, honestly. He yeah. said he's made them for like all the tours he's done with his other band. Nice. I like the tradition. I'll give it to him. I like the sentimentality behind it. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, so we have played now the same rooms. In different states, uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, maybe only the Meat Locker on this run? I think just run. the Meat Locker, yeah. Have you played, let's see, what was our run? Let me do it off the top of my head. Have you played Asheville or North Carolina? I don't think so, no. I remember specifically playing South Carolina a couple years, but I don't and know. And you if were coming North. from California. Correct, yeah. And you drove across. Did you play, did you drive all the way and play back or did you play across and play back? Played across and played back. Yeah. yeah. I think one time we went Pacific Northwest and then East. And then one time we went LA, Arizona, Texas, New Mexico, kind of around that way. What's the longest you were out span of time? Uh, I was probably with a friend's band uh, that I was like roadieing slash Mm -hmm. selling merch when there was merch to be sold. Okay. Um, it was a little over 
So actually, that was like about a month. And then Ooh. we came back, uh, a band called The American Scene. Okay, that sounds vaguely familiar. Uh, yeah, they were a really good band, good good friends. Um, and then, so we, I did that Days tour off. with them. Nah, not really? Here and there. That whole tour was very weird. Uh, it, it essentially got cut early, okay. uh, and we drove back home from I think you've told upstate me about New that. York to California, like without stopping besides for gas. You've and told me about food. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then um, Charles um, was their drummer, and he owned the van for that band, and then he drove my band, Troubled Coast, on like a two, two-week tour right after that. So I spent like a month and a half uh, or so with him in, in that van. God that was probably dang. the longest, like, run. That, something I learned on my 10-day run, my yeah. first, my longest, uh, there's no way in hell I could do a month. <laughs> Just no, yeah. it's not going to happen. Uh, two weeks, 14 days. Yeah. I think I can do that. I can it's do not that. Bad. Yeah. I can do that every other month. Yeah. Why not? Why can't that be touring? Why does it have to be 30 days at a time? I don't think it does. Yeah. I think you can do a bunch of weekenders and that's touring. Yeah. Why not? I mean, I'm advocating that. Yeah. For myself here. That. You know, in my, so when I did these tours, I was like relatively young compared to a lot of people, I guess. Like yeah. I started going on tour at like 18, like right out of high school. Um, but yeah, doing it now would be kind of crazy. I could, I would have been, I was gung ho for it. I was all about it. Yeah. A month ago. It's fun. There's definitely a lot of fun stuff, but you know, there's also a lot of boring time killing stuff and yeah not having the a, heat. a place to be and just having a touring in the summer is foolish yeah but touring in the winter is foolish if you're in like snow areas indeed this is why i never went on tour that much yeah i toured during the times where it felt like it would be pretty <laughs> safe and reasonable and uh yeah i never really wanted to do a uh, a winter i want to do a fall like oh, i would, would love cool. to yeah. just tour in like October, November. Yeah. And leave it at that. Two months out of the year. But I don't want to tour 30 days in a row. <laughs> I genuinely don't understand how people don't lose their voices. I need to figure that out. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm losing my voice just from um, talking and having acid reflux. So I lose, I'm losing my voice from just having a damn good time with life, Randy. Hell yeah. As you should. <laughs> it's the only reason you should lose your voice. Uh, yeah, I, I really, I really enjoyed our time out. Uh, we played, um, but like I said, it was a learning experience. We played, uh, dirty dungarees in Ohio, which is a laundromat hmm. with, I'm not going to say functional AC, but part of, it's also a bar and a laundromat. Cool. Uh, they had a PA and that's it. And thank God I brought my own microphone on tour. Uh, and that the bar happened to have two XLR cables. We couldn't have any backing vocal because they didn't have anything for it. Uh, the most DIY of DIY spots that we played sweaty as all motherfuck. Uh, that was fun. We played with some deathcore bands there. 
not super. This is gonna. I told you at lunch that uh, pussy was gonna come up on this. Sure. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Always. Always. Uh, we played with a good handful of bands, and Ohio's reminding me of this because one of the bands was on this show. Uh, that just spent a lot of their time on stage just calling the audience pussies. Great. Move you pussies. Kill each other, you pussies. <laughs> you motherfuckers. Kill somebody. Over and over and over. Uh, wild, wild times. Uh, a lot of bands just shouting out shit that you don't expect to hear in 2023. And you're just like... Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Sick, man. I'm not offended by any means by yeah, yeah, yeah. it. It honestly made me laugh because... It, just, it really makes you realize you're in a different place. hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. And just like, oh, this isn't like the crowd or the the scene that we've cultivated at home. Yeah. It's very, it's very different. Uh, we played with one band uh, who spent like any time the vocals weren't happening... It was calling for us to kill each other, calling us pussies, calling us motherfuckers, calling us uh, stupid for not moving, calling us assholes for not moving. Uh, yeah. So I'm trying to pick up on that so I can berate the audience more efficiently. Yeah. To get them on your side by to talking get, shit about them. I got to say, though, they got results. Did they? People moved. Huh? People moshed. I always hear uh, comedians talk about how, like, sometimes, like, open micers will, like, talk shit on the crowd or, like, say, like, to, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Um, they're like, don't do that. That's it's, what I that's think. not good, but I could see maybe it being different with a hardcore show where, like, maybe being tough is, like, kind of part of the, the, the scene. It makes me roll my eyes, personally. Same. Yeah. But I guess, I guess these younger, younger kids are liking it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not my speed, but it is fun to uh, mimic it and sure. pretend. Yeah. That when I was in Philly, when we were in Philly, uh, we played with Third Face and Atlanta hardcore band Playtime, as well as this young band called Skill Issue uh, that are a bunch of kids. Uh, I thought they did a great job. They are like 17 year olds and then they have like a, I don't, they could even be younger. I don't fucking know. Uh, but then they have like a grown up. <laughs> There's like really? one grown up in the band huh. and then like not grownups uh they had a lot of heart i really dug i really dug what they were doing i'm saying it that way because not everybody dug it i dug sure. what they were doing huh. uh there are there are a handful of bands that there wasn't a group consensus on that i was like no i'm cool with this shit yeah um i like the heart of it more than anything for sure uh uh, but in philly we met this guy who knew a friend of a friend type situation and he told me that I needed to like start the show by going, what's up, dickheads? Because he's like, "That you're in Philly, man. Like, everyone will love sure. it. Sure, yeah, yeah. And then, like, I read the room, and I was like, this is not the room <laughs> to say what's up, dickheads, to. Yeah. To a group of people that I don't know. It was, uh, that show was also, like, booked by a friend in a bigger band. And I'm like, I don't want to, like. Ruin the connection. Yeah. yeah. But that guy was disappointed that I didn't <laughs> do that. So sorry if you oh. happen to be listening to this for some reason. Uh, uh, there's no like wild stories other than just like gross bathrooms. 
Yeah, no, I feel that. There was a pizza place, a Van Halen themed pizza place we went to called Comet Ping Pong. Hot for pizza. Nice. Comet type. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, hot for pizza instead of hot for teacher in Virginia. Tight. Yeah. Uh, they were open really late. So that's why I went there. I got wings and they were quite good. Nice. It's the only time I ordered like junk like that, except at Sheets. I did get some chicken tenders because I was like, I just need a normal, simple (laughs) baby food right now. Yeah. Because my stomach couldn't handle like a burger at four in the morning. (laughs) So give me a chicken tender and a fry. Uh, Well, I don't remember where I was going with that, but Virginia. Virginia school yeah. pizza place. It was cool. We tried to go to some uh, Valiant Thor. Are you familiar with no. their music? He owned some bar. Um, I think that was yeah, that was in Virginia. And we tried to go there, but they were slam packed. So then we ended up at the at the pizza joint. Nice. Shout out to my friends in Heavy is the Head. By the way, incredible Virginia hardcore band who fucking killed it. At Crash Fest, which is the fest that we played. Uh, Cannot wait to play with them some more. Um, We got to play with them once in Atlanta at a now defunct venue, but uh, they were even better seeing them at their home state. Love them. They let us crash with them too. Oh, nice. Thanks, Kendall. That rules. Much appreciated, dude. Uh, It was a really good time. Uh, We just played our record release show, which you were at. Yeah. Uh, this past evening, by the time you hear this, it will have been passed, but, um, which was also a success and that felt really good. Yeah. Uh, we, we, I won't say we, I was curious about how the hometown reception would be because we do get some love outside of Atlanta. Asheville is really good for us. Memphis is really good for us. Nashville ended up being really good. Um, Southeast does well for us outside of Atlanta and Atlanta can be kind of a bust for hometown shows. Sometimes, um, see our homecoming show, uh, on our first tour. Yikes. Uh, but last night was really good and it felt really special and we got to share it with our friends in Popeyes who are fucking awesome. Check them out. Uh, lost hours, uh, in slug crust. Um, all dear friends and wonderful musicians in their own right. Um, it was a good, uh, mix of heavy musics too. That's, that's yeah. what we were going for outside of just loving these people and their music. It really, we are a blend of a lot of sounds. For sure. So yeah, it yeah. felt like a good amalgamation of everything to have like the in-between hardcore-iness of Popeye's with the doom huge wall of sound of fucking lost hours and then the southern fried grind manic street preacher crazy manness of fucking slug crust yeah and then us doing doing our uh bleak whatever yeah you guys sounded great too thank Um, you you could tell you're very you know although you had a couple days off from tour you could you can always tell, you know, someone's been on tour for a while. They're the band's tight, and that's yeah. that's the biggest compliment that we've received recently. That we're all very pleased with is that we're sounding very tight as a unit, yeah. which I'm happy about. 
uh, we got another show. By the time this is out, I think that show may have already happened, <laughs> but uh, we're playing September uh, Slower and Harder in town with Portrayal of Guilt and Fister and Sunrot and Weed Eater, Bong Ripper, bunch of yeah. fucking bands. Um, and that we're trying to be like real fucking tight for. And we're playing new songs at that. Sick. Um, because now we're going to record. We're not resting on our laurels. We got some EPs that we're going to oh, record. Yeah. I keep going. Breaking news. Klotz got two EPs that we're going to record and you all are going to go, hey, this is pretty good. <laughs> we think it's the best stuff we've done so far, but everybody fucking says that. So enough about that. We may we may go back to uh, some personal updates, but... Let's let's at least briefly talk about the albums we yeah, were supposed to listen to. I admittedly did not return to anything. I uh, I did do my notes though, so I do remember mostly what I wanted to say. But this is a first of. Uh, I'm just gonna get it out of the way. I think I'm getting rid of both of the albums that I own. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and I really enjoyed both of the ones that you own. Hell yeah. Uh, and Hannah did too. I showed her, she nice. didn't listen I to the whole albums, that, yeah. but I was like, I, when I was listening to it, I was like, this is beyond up Hannah's alley. Yeah. Uh, specific. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, Ava Luna moon two will be the first album we're talking about today. This is a Brooklyn, New York band. Randy, what'd you, what'd you think of Ava Luna moon two? It's not bad. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. the first song, I uh, I had you in mind because there's this like very low kind of like weird vocally thing. Yep. And I was like, hmm, I wonder if it's going to be like this the whole time. Then the nope. second song is much more like upbeat and obviously a different vocalist singer, yep. whatever. Um, but I really liked Centerline, the second song. Um, Love that was song. Very solid. I put very Talking Heads like funk pop kind yeah. of shit going on. That's yep. the best song in the album to me. Yeah, definitely, you know, sort of in the, you know, art rock sort of yep. genre. Um, I think some of the, I don't know how many people are singing throughout the record or not. I, I think, think it's just two, maybe. I think it's three because there's the guy and two women. Okay. Yeah. I think one of the female vocals almost sounds like two perfect or too poppy maybe mm. for like the music okay like i don't all of it sounded like pretty cool but there was a couple songs i'm gonna where guess I like, I that is the vocal really meshes i feel like that's becca kaufman's vocal okay. felicia douglas is now in dirty projectors oh, as okay. well uh but she is or was i don't know but felicia douglas is one of the vocalists and becca kaufman becca kaufman is the first female vocal you hear and I believe Felicia's first might be Centerline or it might be Childish. Okay. But yeah, and then Carlos Hernandez is the other vocal on here. That's what I was able to gather. Uh, this is not... This one I'm in between about getting rid of because yeah. I don't dislike it. I just genuinely am like, I don't know when I'm going to listen to this again. That's kind of the exact thought I had when yeah. I was listening to it, yeah. I bought it really cheaply because I liked Centerline. I knew that song, and I yeah. found it for like 5 or $10 somewhere, and I was like, oh, I'll get the album. And I remember enjoying it and then forgetting about it. 
Yeah. And then when I put it on this time, I felt the exact same way. I was like, this is good, but it feels like that Charlotte Adigeri album, just not as good. I had the same thought too. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, I just kind of want to listen to that <laughs> instead. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like musically, there's a lot of interesting stuff. I don't really like the vocals a ton. Yeah. On I'm any with you. of it. I think they're kind of boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, lyrically, it didn't really stand out to me all that much. I don't even think I wrote down a single line. Um, I didn't really look up the lyrics, but there's a song called Deli Run that sounded like it had just like fun or funny lyrics. I did write for that song that they had probably my favorite and smoothest vocal on the record. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I wrote, uh, I'm really into the vibe and music of this, but the lyrics don't stick at all. Yeah. Like nothing really connected with me. Set it off as a cool like breakdown of sorts toward the middle of the track. That sounds really sure, neat. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah, but overall, I just kept thinking about that topical dancer record and yeah. wanting to listen to that and same talk to Siri. Yeah, Siri, can't you tell me where I belong? That was really good. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the cover is cool. The cover is cool. I like the cover art a lot, uh, and it's a good like cardboard material on the vinyl. Like it feels nice to hold. Uh, I got a 7.7 on pitchfork. Really interesting. Yeah. I got a good review. I think it was their highest reviewed record. Um, just all in all, not, not really my thing. Not for me. Yeah. I think like if I were to, uh, relate this to my, um, my movie scoring rating, it'd be like a three out of five. Yeah. I would probably give this a 2.5 or a 3 out of 5, yeah. Yeah. Just really as, like, in the middle as possible of this is not bad. I just don't think it's for me. Totally, yeah. Uh, I, it's, yeah, it's not connecting with me. Um, standout track, like I said, was center line for me. It is a bop. Yeah. Would check that one out at least. Um, now we move on to quite possibly one of my least favorite <laughs> listens that I have had in a long time. And I really don't like being mean. Yeah, me neither. So I'm not going to be mean, but I'm going to be honest and say that uh, I don't know what I liked about this back in the day. I was wondering potentially why you owned it. Yeah. I gen like the vocal is unlistenable. Sure. Yeah. Like I can't stand it. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Can't stand you. Can't stand you. Speaking of Seinfeld references. Uh, yeah. yeah. A reference to something that we had a conversation to <laughs> off air. Um, I don't, I feel so bad naming this, but awake, but still in beds. What people call low self-esteem is really just seeing yourself the way that other people see you. I hate the title. <laughs> Which is the most low self-esteem thing oh, you can say. Oh my yeah. God. Okay. I'll, I'll start with some positives. I have one positive as well. So you can go. Uh, although this music is not for me, I think it is recorded well. And they recorded it in um, with Jack Shirley of the Atomic Garden, oh. who uh, was in this band called Comadre, who I used to see a ton growing up. They played that AJJ show with okay. uh, yeah. my old band. Um, he's great, really good audio engineer. And I thought like the, you know, the instruments and everything uh, sounded good. He's, he's the production good does production's sound good. good. Yeah. The production does sound good. It sounds like a scrappy emo punk record. Musically, 
I don't have a lot of issues. Sure. Other than it's just kind of what it is. Yeah. It's not really standing out. It's another out. not for me thing. I yeah. Think. yeah. Yeah. Like I just don't like the genre very much anymore. For sure. Uh. Oh goddamn. <laughs> um. Yeah, they have a new album coming out, and it sounds like this still. Really? Yeah. Like, no difference. I don't get it. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, looked, I looked them up on Bandcamp because I saw that they're from San Jose, California. Not too far from where I grew up. Uh, I, I, I do not know any of them. I'm guessing they're younger kids. They've got to be. Also, based on it being emo, I would maybe say that probably skews younger, too. Yeah. Um, also from San Jose, California, Heavy Heavy Lolo. Hey, talk about a good ass band. <laughs> Would love to have. Hey, you gotta talk to your friend. Talk to our artist. Oh yeah, uh, our Smith. logo artist. Uh, two things I need you to nudge him about. I need Turtle Nipple and Toxic Shock on vinyl. How can that happen? Sure. And I need to play with Heavy Heavy Lolo. How can that happen? Uh, I, I have told him that second part, and he said that. He would be down. I think, I'm not sure if they're coming to Atlanta anytime soon. It's all but, talk until we're screaming yeah. and hooting and hollering. But also, uh, look for his uh, feature film, Grieve, which is coming out to VOD platforms soonish, I think. so. By we'll the time this announces, it will have been announced. Hell yeah. Because I think he announced it a week early on his personal page. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. then said, please don't get mad to the people yeah. if they're seeing that. It's funny. I, I love Robbie, but whenever we have him on our podcast, he is the most low-tech, like, <laughs> filmmaker uh, person with audio stuff. Um, his, his movie is fantastic. It looks great. But, I need to um, check it out still. Whenever we've done a video conference to uh, record, it's been uh, not entirely tedious figuring it out, but he tried hopping on on a Chromebook, and that didn't work <laughs> last time, and then he had to, like, spin up his desktop computer, but love Robbie. Yeah, I need to meet I need to meet him in person, but I do appreciate him as an artist and that is how I know him mostly. As a fan first and now he's contributed to something I've made, so Hell weird yeah. full circle type shit. Uh There's one song on this album that I quote unquote like <laughs> and it's because it reminds me of Coheed and Cambria's first album. Okay. Uh, it's the song Fathers. That's all I got. Cool. Uh, back in the day, the song Life. Uh, I <laughs> couldn't get my life back. Okay. That yeah. song. Uh, that was the hit. That was the banger. And that's why I bought the record. Because uh-huh. I liked that song. I don't know why. When I told When I told Hannah that I was getting rid of this record, there was like genuine joy on her face. <laughs> I didn't realize that from date, like she had like vehemently disliked this <laughs> really? album. Um, yeah, I'm really not sure what. Yeah, I don't know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> We're both just like, I don't know, man. Yeah, Did you I, make it through the whole thing? Sort of. I kind of had it on Skim the background bit, while I was yeah. working this morning. It's not. Yeah, it's not uh, for us. Like I said, yeah, it's not not for me. So I, I listened to it as the uh, assignment, but kind of just did other <laughs> things while it was on in the background. Yeah, I really struggled with this one, and I listened to it on vinyl. 
and I will be selling it. <laughs> yeah. If anybody wants it, uh, this is a definite sell for me. Nice. I will never be listening to this again. Hell yeah. Uh, and that's really all I want to say about it because that's all I got to say about it. Yeah. It's not for me. Same. That was hard. Anyway, uh, let's go on to uh, y- your friend. Yeah. Acquaintance um, friend. A lot of friends contributed to um, both of these records um, by A.O. Gerber, uh, an L.A. indie singer-songwriter artist. Uh, A.O. Gerber is the the main songwriter-singer, but she has a great backing band um, filled with a bunch of buddies that I've played uh, music with, both um, in their other bands, and they played with uh, Opinions, uh, my other band that only played one show. Um, but yeah, the first one is from 2020 called Another Place to Need. Um, I have it here on, on wax. Um, apparently they were all, um, there wasn't like a color on order cause they just did like recycled vinyl apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, but the vinyl looks, looks, it's like mostly oh, black, but it's yeah, kind of yeah. marbly. Yeah. There's some marbleization to it. That's nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it looks, looks great. And then, um. The insert's cool. Oh, cool. And uh, I also had a, uh, a yeah. handwritten note from my friends that packed the order. Oh. Says, Randy, we love you. Thank you for, your, for all your support. Love, AOG. Hell yeah. So, yeah. Um, although I do think that they are incredibly talented, I will just say that I am biased because they're all pretty good friends. I am unbiased because I didn't know them at all. And uh, I thoroughly enjoyed both of these records quite, yeah. quite a lot. Uh, I... Though I have more notes for the first one, I think I enjoyed Meet Me at the Gloaming more. Same, it feels a little more uh, developed. Maybe? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, a little know. like spacey, a little darker, a little moody. I don't know. Just the yeah, atmosphere yeah. of it really comes together. For sure. And um, she works with uh, another person that I mentioned a couple episodes ago, uh, Madeline Kenny. Oh, right. Um, so her new record, her all of her records are very good too, but um, I think you can feel a little more of the like, Madeline Kenny influence or production on the on the new album. Yeah, um, check so. But yeah, just gonna read a little bit um, from the insert. Um, recorded in various studios and houses across California, Oregon, and North Carolina from January 2017 to December 2019, um, but primarily at Tiny Telephone in Oakland and San Francisco, Pure Music in Burbank, um, and a couple other home studios. But um, considering it seems like it was kind of pieced together from like all these different sort of studios and houses. And I know Madeline Kenny records her records like in her garage or something in mm-hmm. Oakland. Um, it's a very like cohesive and like very good sounding record. Yeah. It does not sound like it was like put together like that. It definitely sounds like it was put together in like one session type deal. Yeah. Um, I wrote, I noted a lot of lyrics for another, uh, another place to need not any for meet me in the gloaming. And I realized cause my note was this album zoomed by nice. Like yeah, I just yeah. had it on and then it was over and I was just like, Oh shit, I didn't take any notes. I just really kind of like felt yeah. it wash over me, but I paid more attention, I guess, to the lyrics of another place to need. Um, Old blue is a really strong opener. Love yeah. the vocal. I love the horns on the album as a whole. Yeah, like same. they just, they're phenomenal. Um, in the morning has the lyrics, uh, I don't have patience for the pain of it anymore. 
which I really liked, nice. as well as uh, Wish I Could Drown This Fucking Heart of Mine in That Lilac Painted Ocean Spreading Wide. Wish I Could Find Some Ways to Pass the Time Instead of Loving You. Nice. That's God cool. damn. Yeah, yeah. Very good line. Um, Full Bloom stood out to me as well. And uh, track Tell Me had the line, uh, care of myself in the mornings when defenses are high and I'm still dreaming things change. Take care of myself in the mornings when I'm not so erased. Nice. Just good shit. Yeah. It's very good shit. Very good imagery. For sure. Um, I, my standouts were in the morning or tell me the two that I pulled lyrics from. Yeah. Yeah. In the morning's great. Um, yeah. and I also, I think potentially I, uh, I don't pay less attention listening to the B side. Uh, originally um but bleeders i really enjoyed more on this that. listening too, i noted yeah. bleeders as well um and that all i've known ends things really well but bleeders is a late standout for sure yeah uh, you said this came out when 2018 uh 2020 it 2020. sounds like it was recorded from like 2018 2019 oh, okay. um and that's what you said but yeah very uh very good record and then the newest one meet me at the gloaming yeah gloaming Gloaming. I think it's gloaming. Yeah, it's I can't say gloaming. I've seen the word before. I hadn't until this. And I it thought is it was a word. gleaming, just like looking uh, at it for a second. Yeah. But I was like, no, it's it's, it's gloaming. gloaming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, twenty twenty is when this one came out, and uh, nice blue vinyl. Nice, nice, very nice. Yeah. Um, cloudy. Yeah, and this one, like like we said, I think we both kind of. They're both great albums, but I think I like this one a little more. Yeah. Um, as well, and it starts off. Um, the A side has a lot of like hits, sort of, um, from this record. So I think one of the singles was um, "Looking for the Right Things," which is a really good, uh, catchy track. And then that into "You Got It Right," I think are like two really great songs back to back. "You Got It Right" was the one I noted as possibly my standout. Nice. Uh, Disciple song I noted as. Uh, feeling the most like immediately different from the album before it yeah, yeah. just kind of having like almost like a sylvanesso-esque vibe yeah to it, it feels a little more electronic a little yeah. more synthy yeah. yeah yeah in a good way i mean that is positive i really like the mood of this album yeah. as a whole spacey sort of ethereal sort of like noises and stuff yep. too yeah yep, exactly i noted uh mount uh washington phone company as having a really strong ending um yeah. and the song four as being beautiful four is great too yeah. yeah i saw on spotify that one has like three times the amount of plays as like all the other songs interesting which it is a very great song but it doesn't feel as much of like a like a single or something yeah i was kind of surprised fair. it like had so many but um i don't know maybe she uh maybe that song is in a tv playlist show or something or, or a playlist yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah that's a great track too i gotta figure out how to get into a fucking Hey, you guys were on Bandcamp uh, we were front feature, page yeah, and had no true. idea. That's, yeah, we didn't know that was going to happen. So that was neat. We just need fucking, who, who's the guy? who? We need to get to like Hoobastank levels <laughs> of famous, you know? <laughs> sure. Are they, uh, are they famous very long? Are, we're still talking about them. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> See? <laughs> <laughs> We remember. We remember Hoobastank. Hashtag we remember Hoobastank. <laughs> that's our new, that's our new uh, social media campaign. Hashtag we remember <laughs> Hoobastank. Tag it on everything. They'll know. 
But uh, yeah, I just want to shout out uh, my other homies who have com- contributed to uh, the A.O. Gerber albums. Um, yeah, so they are a band, but they are fronted by... Correct, yeah. A.O., her, Miss A.O. Yeah, I think she goes by Olivia. Olivia. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, Alex Onyate, uh, who played drums in Opinions, um, to help me create some of those songs too. Uh, Madison Megna, Danny Campos, who has a fantastic record that I think you would really like. Cool. Um, just only digital, but uh, I'll mm-hmm. send that to you because it's really good. Um, and then, like I said, uh, Madeline Kenny, who I don't know personally, but um, is from Oakland and is great. And uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot of cool people contri- contributed to this stuff. Hell yeah. Very nice. Always nice to have uh, friends be a part of uh, the listening experience. We'll get there. Yeah, it's cool to be probably a lot more consistently. A fan of your friend's music. Genuinely. Like I genuinely feel like I have a lot of very talented friends or even people that like I that are friends of friends. Exactly. I've maybe like only like seen a couple of times or whatever. But uh, yeah, it's nice. It is truly nice. Uh, And rare. Yeah. You never want to uh, have a really good friend who's in a really bad band. Shit do be happening, though. I'm sure it does. Shit do be happening. I don't think I'm really in a place right now where that's the case. There, if anything, the only thing that I feel is, like, I've got friends that are in bands with people that I just don't fuck with type of situation. So, outside of... It's not really has anything to do with the music. Sure. It's like, I'm sure your band is fine. I just am not gonna, you know, stick my neck out. Yeah, stick my neck out to spend time with someone I don't want to spend time with. Yeah. Um, but best of luck to ya. Uh, Atlanta's too small of a city. I need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, those are the albums. We don't really have a ton to say. We took some time off. I saw Oppenheimer finally. <laughs> I took a 20-minute poop during it. Hell yeah. Uh, that's my review. I got to read it. a good place to go, though, I feel. On tour. Decently on tour, yeah. It was either I go in the middle of Oppenheimer or I wait until after the movie and potentially have to do it at a venue. And that's just not going to happen. Yeah, you said the the meat locker bathroom's pretty bad, right? I don't remember it from 15 Dude, years it, ago <laughs> when I played. But. <laughs> it felt like it had a cardboard door. Okay. And it may have had a cardboard door. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, it. Uh, they were great. It was nice, fun time, but absolutely repulsive bathroom. <laughs> and when you gotta go number two, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to do that with a cardboard door and uh, a bunch of people outside said cardboard door making a lot of noise. Yeah. Yeah, it's no fun when the uh, the privacy situation seems to be compromised. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Uh, so yeah, I had to take an intermission during Oppenheimer. Yeah, that was fun. You think potentially you might like it more if you saw it in a better headspace, and I think that I might want to go see it again and like it less and like it less, just based on some criticisms that I've heard that I totally understand. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe the filmmaking just worked for me as well. I don't know. I want to I want to check it out again at some point, and I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Yeah, that's a long one. Yeah, it's very long. What else happened? I ate a bagel nice. on tour. <laughs> Hell yeah, in New York City. 
No, in Philly. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even get a New York bagel. Yeah, dude, they have the that best bagel and bagels and pizza. I, the, I don't just yeah, they have the that best. Guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, did I even get, what did I eat in New York? Did I eat in New York? Yeah, no, we got, I got pizza. Hell yeah, it you gotta fine. get a slice. It was fine, it was pizza. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, it was good. It was good. Yeah, uh, I, I would say like, you have a better I've had chance. New York of, pizza. Well, yeah, you lived yeah. there for a while. Yeah, yeah. Like I love it. I'm not gonna say it's bad ever. And I will. I get annoyed when people look. It's fine. I'm like, I mean, no, it's good. It is good, and I think you have good. a better chance of just walking into a place and having it be pretty good. Exactly. Than you do like anywhere else. And we went to a place that supposedly had like the best vegan slice. Huh. Uh, I didn't try that, but apparently the vegan slice was quite good. Nice. So my regular slice was a good New York slice. That's all I got to say yeah. about it. You Nothing. ever go grandma slice? The hell? A Sicilian? The like square ones? Square or fat or both? Square and a little fat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I accidentally ordered the Sicilian at Fellini's once. Oh, nice. Because I, I, I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> and when I got it, I got to say I was disappointed, but it wasn't bad. I was yeah. just like, this isn't what I thought that meant. I thought it meant the toppings were going to be like tomato uh, and moths and like basil and shit. Yeah. Not it'd be a thicker pie. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I've, I don't know if I've had a proper deep dish, but I haven't, I haven't had it in the place where that's what I'm people saying. People say that it comes from, although it. people yeah. from Chicago are like, we have plenty of other foods that like aren't are that. Chicago. Yeah. 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 But I, you can there was a deep else. dish place in san francisco that i've been to several times and i don't know it's it's good but it's you eat like, like two slices and you're like you you're feel good. like you want to take a nap it's yeah. not even it's like eating it's like eating a bread bowl yeah yeah it's a lot with like sauce, but there's no soup it's just <laughs> sauce i don't know man what are we even fucking talking about Tor fried my brain. Food, <laughs> We're a food podcast now. We're a food podcast. <laughs> what music? Uh, I did get some records on the road. Oh, yeah. Uh, that'll be added to the collection. Uh, Harry Pussy. Nice. Speaking of pussy again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Big Pussy, Jersey, Sopranos. Went, I saw Bada Bings. If you know, you know. Uh, I did not go to Bada Bings. There was a dispensary next to Bada Bings. Hell yeah. Um, Harry Pussy, uh, you'll never play in this town again. I believe it's called is uh, Bill Orcutt's band from back in the nineties. Very abrasive noise punk yeah. from San Francisco, shit. who I yeah. never knew about until last couple months. Bill Orcutt's incredible. Uh, very happy to have found that record. I also finally got my hands on a copy of Quicksand's Slip. Oh, nice! Because it costs. 45 fucking dollars at a shop in town for some reason huh. but i found it on the road for 29.99 yeah. i was like i'm gonna get the 30 dollar version of this same fucking record yeah uh what else did i get um oh i got uh thins album dusk i'm wearing their hoodie right now oh, nice yeah, yeah if you are into we got to play with them thankfully they are a phenomenal band and they released an album this year called dusk and it is a assault of the senses. It is mathy, grindy, deathy, just fucking vicious. Absolutely love it. And they pulled it all off live. It was insane. Nice. Uh, I think uh, Robbie Smith has worked with them too. I would not be surprised. Yeah, that I think makes he's a done a video sense. for them or something. That checks out. Um, 
Yeah, we got to hit up old Robbie Smith. Hey, yeah. hey, Robbie, if you're listening to this, hit up Clot. We uh, we want to hang out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll probably have a a, a guest on here one day. We'll divert we will. from the format and. We've got to have a guest here pretty soon because we're going to have some episodes that uh, people got some things to say. Yasin wants to be on for King Giz. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, Daniel wants to be on for Thou. Nice. Hannah's going to be on for fucking Taylor Swift. <laughs> it's going to be just her. We're going to leave. I'll just set up the mics. Yeah, yeah. Just she kidding. can just talk about Taylor Swift <laughs> for fucking seven hours. Uh, yeah, that'll be good. We'll figure that one out. But yeah, we got guests and cool ideas. Yeah. And we'll probably do more relaxed fits like this, I guess. Relaxed fit is another, I can't, another podcast says that. Oh, really? I think it might be last podcast on the left, but. Huh. Also, uh, I had a, a friend, Jasadi, uh, from the Bay Area. Um, we're in a Discord channel together. Mm. And, um, I don't know if he mentioned it or it came up sort of inadvertently but um do we need to say what the show is at the top of the show i mean we did it at uh you know episode zero or whatever but i have a feeling like you know most people moving can just, forward yeah most people can just read what what the show is about it's it's in the met- metadata or whatever so i am show, a stickler so. i'm a stickler about saying we'll talk to you later but yeah i'm not a stickler about introducing the show every time when somebody clicked on the show yeah, i feel huh and, uh, I feel like Neil, it's Neil just... Brennan has been doing that with the Blocks podcast, too, lately, if you've watched any of them. He's been saying the... No, he's basically been saying, like, hey, I'm Neil Brennan. This is a show called Blocks. I'm not going to tell you what the show's about anymore. You're here, essentially. It's like, word. That is true. Well, we don't talk about what the show's about. We just announce... We just say the name, right? Welcome to the vinyl floor. Yeah. Like I said, you clicked on it. You, you'll figure it out. That's fair. I still think I'm going to say it because I need, I need the ritual. I need the routine. But it, this is shaking my worldview. <laughs> I, I like just the intro that we have now. I was just thinking, do other podcasts do that? Do they say, hey, this is, uh, you know? Hard lore does every time they go, hello, welcome to hard lore or whatever yeah. the fuck. Uh, welcome to last podcast on the left, everybody. I guess my other show doesn't hello. do it either. We kind of just start and start bullshitting. Yeah, you guys just kind of start, and yeah. eventually we'll say the name. Yeah. Maybe. I think it comes up pretty early. Yeah. Yeah. No, you guys yeah, have a proper we intro. We don't state the, the premise of the show. No. Yeah. I'm going to not say the title and just state the premise of the show. <laughs> How about that? This is a true relaxed episode. Hell yeah. We talked about pizza. Talked about pooping in bathrooms. <laughs> not Not all the... Venues, step up your game. Get more comfortable toilet paper. For real. It's fucking important. Uh, and At least double ply. And have non-alcoholic beer. True. Please. That fucking laundromat had yeah. non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> they had Heineken Zeros. Hell but yeah. like proper bars, nah. Huh. Nothing. Uh, the bar in Memphis you can smoke in. That was weird. Interesting. I haven't yeah. been to an indoor smoking bar. In a I wonder very, if it's technically time. legal or if it's just a uh, sort of a hush scenario. Oh, yeah. I mean, they had ashtrays everywhere. So I was like, probably legal. people got to yeah. know about this. I feel like there's probably spots in Nashville, too, that you can. I feel like those honky tongs. You, <laughs> yeah. you can do that. I don't know. I'm just riffing now. I don't <laughs> want to eat Taco Bell anymore. 
Yeah, that's, that's a bad. Shame. I mean, I don't eat it often either, but it is. It does hit the spot occasionally. It it can, but then I just was craving our the burrito I ate today. True, true. Because like Taco Bell, ever since they got rid of the Frito burrito, there's nothing there that I like truly crave anymore. That like yeah. hits that spot. That soggy crunch. Extra crunch in the middle, yeah. <laughs> so good. So, so good. Did you uh, piss off people that, that have misophonia with that, dude? That? I'm so sorry. That's going to bother Hannah for sure. Uh, <laughs> but she doesn't listen to podcasts. Um, any music on in, in your world? I've got a bunch of shows coming up that I'm planning to go to. Uh, uh, yeah, not really. Uh, I mean, the new OC's record is great. Most it is of the really good. Are very fun. So uh, I watched them do the full performance I that did. you sent the on best uh, show. the best show. Yeah, which was awesome. Then been listening to the record a lot. Um, nice and synthy. Yeah, and then uh, yeah. Ever since you know you got me into Bill Orcut, I've been trying to get my uh, my hands on some of his records, and they recently restocked. So I spent hell yeah. A, a little chunk of change on Hell I think, yeah. three or four of his records. Fuck so yeah. cool. Been spinning those too. Beautiful. Uh yeah, for me, outside of the records I bought, I'm I got a I got tickets to a bunch of shows coming up. I think the next one that I'm not playing is actually on the year anniversary of No Booze. Oh nice. I'm going to see Soul Glow, my friends in Soul Glow. Sweet. Um Poison Ruin, you and I are probably gonna go to. I'm going to Cannibal Corpse. Nice. Uh, that'll be fun. Quicksand, we may end up. Oh, I've got tickets. You may end up at. Yep. Shoo shoo again. Mary Lattimore, Cannibal or Cattle Decapitation. There's a lot of shit going on in Atlanta. There is. There's been a uh, a lot of shows that I've seen lately that I want to go to, and a lot of them are on like Wednesdays, and I'm like a lot of weekdays. Yeah. Happening. A lot of the ones that I'm looking at are on like uh, Mondays or Sunday nights, and I'm like that's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, quicksand. Quicksand is a Monday. Shoe shoes a Sunday. Cattle decaps a Monday. Yeah. Cannibal corpse is a Friday. Poison ruins a Friday. Fucking soul glows yeah. a Wednesday. Oof. I'm gonna be sleepy. <laughs> I'm gonna be a sleepy little boy. Well, Randy, we'll be back to more of a normal format, I believe, next week. The next time you hear us, we'll be talking about a handful of records. I don't think we hit your collection quite yet on the bees. I think we will on the next one. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So on this one, oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be a breeze. We've got Daniel Bachman's self-titled album. We've got two Band of Horses records. We've got Everything All the Time and Cease to Begin. We've got the Bangles Walk Like an Egyptian single. <laughs> and we've got Bargeist. The self-titled album. That's a black metal record. You might have trouble finding that one. Oh, interesting. To stream. Okay. Uh, I I have ways of finding things. I'll see if it's on there. Okay. Um, Because I have in the past, but I haven't looked recently. Um, This should be pretty breezy. Longest album's 40 minutes long. Um, And I think you're going to like it. That Daniel Bachman shit. He's like a... um, American, like, primitivist guitarist, like, very, it's instrumental. Cool. With, like, some maybe, like, captured vocal, I think. Yeah. Uh, It's good shit. He's got a lot of, like, experimental stuff going on. But this is one of his more, like, minimal things. Um, Yeah, that Bard Hiss record is, like, black metal, and it's 
It's good. That was another cheap one I bought randomly because I was like, oh, this looks cool. And it's on Gillette Media. And I like that label. So cool stuff. That is what we'll check out next week. Randy, where can they email us at if they have any burning questions or love notes for you? Uh, yeah, I, I didn't forget it this week. It is the vinyl floor ATO at gmail.com. Beautiful. Where you can, uh, yeah, like I said, send us, send us emails. Let us know uh, if we do divert from format, what, what you want to hear about, who you want to hear on the show. Do you, wanna, do you want Randy to send you pictures via email? He can do that. Sure. Any pictures, pictures of nature, you want. whatever. Yeah. Doesn't have to be lewd. <laughs> True. Doesn't have to be I rude. I prefer it not be. Yeah. Well, because I'm the a pe- prude. You got, hey, but you got to give the people what they want, baby. <laughs> sure. If they're asking for Patreon.com. it. Patreon.com. Patreon.com. See Randy's Nethers, baby. Uh, you can find us at the Vinyl Floor Podcast uh, on Instagram. And that's it. No other socials. No X. No X. Uh, yeah. What I, you saying that, I was like, what do you mean no X? No Twitter. I'm, no, no, I'm not straight edge anymore. That's what I mean. Yeah. No X. I, uh, I have a few friends that broke edge over the past few years. Hell yeah. Welcome to the dark side, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> Welcome to the dark side. On that note, y'all, we will talk to you later. Bye.